Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is the Night's Order. I am the Seeker. And oddly enough, I had to record that like three times in a row. And if something happens, just just something weird, because I, I've done podcasts before, like in my pocket, with the phone upside down, with the screen off, using other apps during movies and I'm sitting right here and it, it just like failed on me two times in a row so if it fails again I'm gonna just take it as a sign and do it another day and second of all I wanted to give y'all some more updates and um some some nuances some some uh experience some some enlightenment enlightenment and uh it's it's, it's crazy how the ego death can bring you to the brink of death. It it is 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 crazy, and um, I can only speak from my experience. That's that's uh the the weird part. I can only speak from my uh experience at that that a couple of weeks ago or just a week ago when I was in my ego death. I was really feeling down low socially. See. Uh, the ego death I, I could get it for folks it could be like drug induced and it could mean like just just socially but for me I'm not that social so whenever I'm going through the ego death it's really an inner battle you know with, with within myself I have nothing to do with people I have this friend of mine and she's like oh you push me away and this and that I was like you know yeah it's a push away but it's really for for me it's, it has nothing to do with you it never has anything to do with you you're you're a-okay the way that you are it's just that I'm uh I'm a keep to myself type of person so um new revelations new revelations is um I have been doing actually six things because I was going to list uh, five things and uh, I forgot what the sixth one was or I could have you know switched up one of the points but I was sharing with folks that what's really helped me put myself together and even add on to my life give me more depth uh, definition I would say is um, me getting more spiritual me, me doing a number one, sleeping with the light off. I heard that people say, oh, when you sleep with the light on, your brain is working on hyper mode. And I'm already a, a, a person that's always thinking and, and working out problems, simulating, just woo, 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 woo. Said, oh, you're overworking your brain. Your brain is active from your eyes. Your eyes are trained to see light as, as on. When, you, when the light is on, your eyes are open, your brain is on, stuff like that. Depression, sexuality, sexual drive, um, and a couple other things. They, they also link um, juvenile growth with, with, with uh, sun and moon cycles. Sunsets, plants grow their most at night. And right before the sun comes up in the morning. And I was like, whoa. That's amazing. 
that that's amazing that we're we're congruent with nature and and uh you know in 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 the young men boys especially they grow the most at night sleeping with the light off I'm over here standing at five foot five so that could tell you that at, at up to a certain point I didn't sleep with the light off I slept with the light on all my life the reason why I did sleep with the light on is because I knew my imagination I knew my dreams I knew that deep down inside of my brain there's some really messed up things that I'm seeing that's keeping me awake and that haunted me so I would sleep with the light on and keep those things away you know not feeding my brain not feeding my eyes really I I knew that deep down inside I had a very messed up mind and I didn't even want to open up my mind to myself every single night that imagination would be running so wild it's like demons and creatures were running right towards me up to my face breathing looking dead eye to eye that's that's what i felt in the darkness i was just so scared especially watching a movie and on top of that it wasn't like when i was younger i was in the creature or slash killers i was in the movies like the core independence day the birds like existential planetary crisis those was really scared me so by the time i imagined the embodiment of that existential crisis that that global crisis it it really did scare me as a child so sleeping with the light off number two was altogether slowing down on pornography every now and then as as a high sexual person i will feed into that emotion i recognize i'm a high sexual person and every time when i reflect on myself on signs on dates numbers astrology anything and almost anything literally spiritually it's always pointed towards either two things for me knowledge wisdom something like that and sex and sexual power and sexual drive stuff like that other little traits that i may be attached to or is associated with me whether it be you know, the left-handed path or the right-handed path would be, you know, like like just little little edge things. But the two main things I noticed for me would be knowledge and sex for some reason. <clears throat> and um, 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 when I noticed that that um, people people argue that that uh, pornography and activating yourself visually like that is is uh dangerous and uh for me i'm like no not really that dangerous but but you know i'm gonna tell you i'm i'm gonna fully disclose everything so for me looking at the female image as a as a heterosexual guy as a cis guy is uh is is, is pretty good motivation um i don't know it's it's you know it's like coke could be for somebody out there he could sniff you know a little line of coke 
every day or sometime a week and are okay and then you got other people that are just coke heads and their life deteriorate you got some people that when christmas come and their birthday come and easter come even thanksgiving they could drink and that's it and then you got the other person that drinks every day or almost every week like that so so it's like that what i noticed with me with sexuality with me i I recognize, even for myself, even as just a natural person in that lane, I need to slow down and at least slow down on the hardcore porn. I explain to people that if you're in a relationship and you're attracted to your wife, that doesn't mean to 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 turn things off and to be opposite of her. No, it doesn't mean to even to not appreciate beauty. I was thinking... You can still appreciate models. You can still appreciate their flavorful, uh, their dresses, and that's 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 the divine feminine. And how would the divine feminine present itself to you? In attraction, just naturally. So I just noticed that there's a balance. There's an order, and a person that is of, of that. Just naturally, because I notice that when when I turn it on, just those things naturally come to me. Like like whenever I start speaking my mind, I start to you know reflect mentally and then express that. It just it's just natural. It's just I just ooze of that. You know, whenever somebody asks me a question, I'm ready to graph it out real quick for them. You know, that's just the way that I am. I just start clicking and then I'm running. And um, when it comes to sex, sexual, I'm just, you know, that edge part of me is Libra. I'm on the 23rd of October, so I can be naturally charming. I use my smile and, you know, it's just I just rub well with people. I'm, you know, I'm good with with all aspects of love and sex. The, the getting to know you, foreplay, flirty intercourse like like you know all that stuff I'm I notice I'm I'm naturally good at that stuff I naturally have a connection and and ding 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 for, for that stuff so I told him sleep with the light off turn down the porn or completely turn it off no masturbating I say you know when you're doing porn and you're masturbating that's like you watching a Batman movie and now you're out trying to be like Batman. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. My goodness. We're getting closer and we're getting closer. I could feel it in my bones. I feel I feel a lot better. I feel more confident. I got a new answer. And what I'm talking about is let's start off with my name. I for some reason would cringe whenever certain people actually call me by my government Christian birth name. Now some people could dive deep into that and say, well, that's psychological, that deals with you, and you gotta do this, and you gotta do that. And um, on the other hand, there's a belief that 
whatever you interact with is sacred to what you intend to interact with these objects. And whenever you call on a name or you think of a name, there are certain applications and mindset that comes into play. So when you're in front of your teacher, you may not even call them by their first name or their last name. You just might call them teacher, a preacher, etc., doctor. You know, there's 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 extra names, but we like to call titles that will, that would um, position your mind frame in the conversation and in, in the dynamics and socially interacting. I mean, one side we could agree on that, and the other side we could damn each other for literally trying to mold ourselves like <clears throat> like is you'd be damned to let society mold you and then give you a name and you're damned if you try to mold yourself and give yourself a name like how dare you you know what what gives you permission to ready to 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 express that and deem yourself that so um the name that finally came to me and that was through more insight into myself as seeker seeker now the word seeker rings bells um first off from video games not all video games obviously but certain video games they they would call the main character or the player seeker and it's fitting, you know, for whatever game title that is. But uh, for for me personally, it's fitting because I I, I feel the need to um, seek in the seek and the seek and the seek, and it feels really odd to seek something that you always had or is right in front of you, what you've been born with. So. What I'm saying is, I would, if you know me, I was born in a Christian home. Generations and generations, and not even specifically within my lineage, but within my family. Grandfather, father, you know, uncles, aunts, cousins, spiritual leaders. <clears throat> and I was born and raised in a Christian home. So whenever I speak about seeking and more exploration a lot of um, my my uh, domestic uh, guidance is redirecting me towards something that I already knew at a very young age seven eight years old and um, I spent over a decade maybe even over two of, of course over two decades over two decades studying and learning and I'm, I'm obtaining and uh, being a natural seeker, naturally interested, naturally into learning and expanding my point of view and, and um, my my mind. It it um it would have me reach conclusions and state facts and nuances that would scare or even make um your, your typical christians say why or we don't believe in that and would redirect me back to the center of what they believe is is the end all be all answer in christianity so even within christianity i find myself wanting to learn more and more and 
just speaking for myself, whenever I dive deep into the history, the symbolism, or even um, the, the, the meaning of, of, of different Bible names, passages, uh, uh, stories of morality, I, I, I would be at some conclusion that your typical pastor would say, no, don't focus on that, James. Uh, focus on Jesus Christ and why he died on the cross and even diving into that I would reach I would you know naturally seek and it's it's a bit frustrating because on one end they would say yes seek the Lord seek Jesus but it's like to them at a certain point you're looking at something else James or you 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 you, you're dwelling on the wrong thing and um it's like on one end, I, I, you know, hypothetically speaking, seek, seek the Lord, James, seek Jesus, James, read the whole Bible. And then I pick up another book about the Bible and then read that. And maybe to their opinion, they're like, no, James, that book is not the Bible. And to study it and to think of its context and nuanced approaches and nuanced thinking towards your Bible is wrong. Only seek the Bible. And then they'll redirect me to some other book that is in the Bible that they believe is the right subject matter for me to look closer into the Bible. And on one end, they could subliminally say hermeneutics, this and that, exergies, entergies, this and that. But it's like when I start seeking and uh, picking up those same concepts, it's... uh. It's just like um, they want you to fit within a certain range when you spread your wings. And if you're spreading your wings a little too far to capture and to, to, to um, enlighten yourself or, or to take part in, in uh, new altitudes, if you will, of, of uh, overall spirituality, they will disencourage that. Um, great example, speaking in tongues. A lot of people... Honestly, just vernacularly speaking, do not understand tongues. A lot of folks will actually disencourage speaking in tongues. And then on the other hand, it's like, well, if it's within our church and it's one of our members and there are praising the Lord, we don't see nothing really wrong with speaking in tongues. So it's like on one end, maybe speaking in tongues outside of the church and outside of a, a gospel song is seen as demonic. Something ununderstanding, unlearning that is not Christ-like. And uh, and what verse is is, uh, saint speaking in tongues and it's good and the Lord is is shining upon it or Jesus is is praising it or using it as a metaphor. It's it's, it's literally like that. So I noticed that there is a lot of double standards, biases. And... um, it's, 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 um, it's, It's confusing... But it also gives me a little bit of more oomph in me seeking because by myself, if if I'm discussing a topic and it feels really, really taboo to me, I will recognize that feeling and say, oh, I guess this is something worth it. This is something worth seeking. Because um, a lot of things, societal-wise when I was discussing with my friends, drugs and porn is 
literally within our within our grasp and within our society praise and is underlining in our society you say bull bull crap james no way in heck is anybody encouraging each other or praising of drugs crack cocaine heroin meth etc i'm like no but you also got prescription drugs that do have opioids in it wow i mean don't be a fool and thinking that there are no opiates in over-the-counter drugs or at least a percentage of opiates in it a percentage of psycho uh psychoactive i mean on one end christians could bash psychoactives yeah psychoactives and mushrooms and stuff like that you you should always see god and jesus christ and then there's a saint with down syndrome that needs sedatives or psychoactives and over prescription drugs and not not a eyes back so it's like under certain contexts within society or you know pharmaceutical or within the religion it's okay but the minute you take that same concept that same idea that same drug that same word outside of said subject is now demonic is now secular and I say I say that's that's a bit unfair so to go back to my point as a seeker it's unfair that I'm not able to seek for myself and when people tell me don't do this or do that it's like are you are, are you seeking for yourself or are you seeking for me and it has nothing to do with yourself <clears throat> so um diving even deeper when I was younger I was always taught to to not, do not be decisive I mean indecisive to be decisive to to make a decision and in a Christian context it's always to choose Christ no doubt about it even if you don't understand it there's moments in the Bible where Jesus Christ was was on his own page on his own pace and there's this guy saying hurry my daughter is about to die God basically Christ said we will get there when we get there and on the way there the girl died so even within the Lord God there's there's moments where you're pacing for yourself so um, to to also add on deciding and not to drag your feet <clears throat> in my religion they will heavily emphasize that God more than the sinners more than the devil worshipers hate people that are in the middle that are indecisive he hates those people it was even described saying that he will spit you out he chew you up and spit you right out and even spit you right into the darkness that you didn't want either ironically enough and that's always been like you choose Christ now I'm going to pull the trigger and you get to go to heaven but if you don't choose Christ now and I'll pull the trigger you're going to hell choose Christ because I'm pulling you know that's that's that um, Christian you're going to die right now or any moment choose Christ right now you know so the tactic and 
Whenever I would see characters in uh, fiction, characters in multimedia that are up to, and even dabbling into uh, Zodiacs, I knew it was like a Gemini, somebody. You know, you always had the twin characters. Um, you're like, oh, James, what are you talking about? What? Like, give us an example. Of course, you got Alice in Wonderland. You got even Horace, like um, The Shining. You got the, the, the twin character. The in two character. You had Naruto when <clears throat> Kiba was fighting that horn guy and he could you know, the two heads are talking to each other with one body and they could separate each other and have one body for for each head. So it's like those characters did intrigue me, but for some reason with with knowing, you know, just my zodiac and knowing oh, make a decision what what you are, you're one, you're one, you're one. It, it really did resonate with me, but I denied it. It, it was like, oh, Jace, what, what's your like spirit or totem animal? It's like, oh, I can't be the cat. Or like I told you before, I really like snakes. Oh, I can't be a snake just because of me desiring it. It's, it's uh, literally a denial of your own desires in the home that. And just in that by itself is, is I, I believe, not productive. I believe that if there's a purpose and you're exercising it and you're filtering it, just like the drugs and the sex or pornography, if, if it's filtered the right way, if it's in moderation the right way, if it's of natural, <clears throat> then then it's good. A real quick glance over that that porn slash um, drug conversation, I was like, there's, there's no way in heck we could demonize sexual love that couples have. Especially married couples. There's no way in heck. There's no way in heck for us to also demonize a woman or a man's sexual attraction to their partner, to their husband, to their wife, for them to express that. There, there's no way in heck for us to demonize that. But that is obviously different from hardcore propaganda porn, and we must separate that. Now on the drug side, there is no way in heck we could demonize urban ur- herbitism, something like that, right? You know, people that are just literally picking out leaves and say, yeah, did you know that if you rub this on your skin, it will help with this and that, you know, aches and pains. Literally from the, and, and, and we're over here putting more trust in lab coats. And there's a little, you know, there's no way in heck we could demonize. And I say it's unrational for you to demonize normal growing plants. I mean, it's not like you're, you're taking a plant, stripping it down, boiling it, putting chemicals in it, extracting it, and then freezing it, and then, you know, like, like some, that's, that's a bit excessive, and I even was about to express to my friends that even some things that we do with marijuana is abusive, you know, it's not like we're just smoking the plant, there's some people out here that's like putting in hormones in the plant and, and mixing it trying to get it to be a fusion or a hybrid and then you know <clears throat> extracting THC and now here's this oil that's just like raw THC and you now you're just like putting that into a water bone that's like this big and you're taking like a whole eighth or a whole quarter's worth of weed and just puffing it up in just two puffs or just one puff. I think that's that's bad. I think that's excessive and I think it's abusive. 
that's what I think. You know, you, you took something that was simple and you just basically bastardized it. You took this innocent plant and you did so much things to it. It's yeah, I, I can see why now it's it's bad, it's abusive. As natural as it is. And somebody even put oh yeah, cocaine and <clears throat> that's from a plant, but it's like okay, if you was to get high from a cocaine plant maybe that is in it by itself okay but i'm pretty sure that that powdery or that little rock dust is from a process and this and that and this and that and this and that like shoot atom bombs you know from the molecular level of course it's natural it's you know you gathered it but you know what you intend to use with it and what you built it into that's 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 where it's bad, I, I would say. So um, to to go back to um the point I was making is <clears throat> the oneness versus the duality, where society wise, especially in the Christian faith, we don't like the duality. We don't like the two sides. We want it to be in one And you know can you blame Christianity Because it all is a crux You know until Jesus Christ come around Or the mention of it Of, of everything becoming one And that's the end all be all You know when it's one <clears throat> And I see that sort of as a suffocation Of both man and woman No indiv- individuality With the man No individuality with the woman Especially the woman A lot of people That's why I, I, at times when they talk about women as their image and spirituality and etc I cannot blame them because there's there's just it's, it's, it's crude for a Hebrew based society to not believe and almost want to kill a person because they don't have a heavenly father or they don't have an earthly father but they claim to have a so, so why on the flip side we would believe that it's possible for a man to have a son without the female. The plus side, uh, that sort of reminds me of Zeus. Zeus uh, ate one of his children because he didn't want to be like his father Uranus or Saturn, something like that. And he was having a headache, and that's, you know, Athena sprung out of his head. And people say, well, it's because she didn't have a mother, you know, Zeus is solely her parent father <laughs> now that's what it reminds me of but I digress um, so seeing the Gemini character it really like I, I, I sort of felt a connection with it but because of the programming I was in and I subjected myself to not thinking to deny to deny that so looking over Zodiac and some people will say, no, James, you really are a Libra. Forget that chart, even though it says your birthday is falling on, on Scorpio. And pick up another chart. No, James, you really are not a Libra. Look, obviously, <coughs> your birthday is falling on Scorpio. Get that out of your head with Libra. Look, it says it right here on this chart. Then I... We'll just keep on doing it And they'll say No James You're actually a cusp You, you um, 
you possess both traits and I was like that's what it honestly feels like a balancing act that there's two worlds in me it honestly feels like that this feels like I there's two sides two arguments and I can speak from both sides and there's there's somebody else in me it just just feels it and it just feels so cheap especially from from the programming upbringing I had what I want to characterize and label just feels like like how are you a a Gemini without even being born in that sign so It's coming to the realization of knowing who you are, undoubtedly what society tells you, what your programming tells you, and what even zodiacs really want to tell you. Um, that that um that, that that's who I am. Um, I'm the person that's in the middle, and uh, folks would get mad at me and say, James, why why do you go off on your own and want to want to keep to yourself, or not even keep to yourself? Why do you have these spurts where you want to be alone and you want to work alone and you want to think and you want to process you should always be around somebody you should always want to be around family this and that do not leave our side do not leave our sight it's like james what demonic you know it's like trying to down me for for having that expression come closer james do this do that but it really killed me whenever i denied that but it also killed me when I was, uh, you know, not following somebody's order, especially if that was a family member. So there's always that tug and that pull where whenever I'm killing my Libra side and I'm always alone, that tranquility of aloneness that the Scorpio is so comfortable in begins to become misery. Because I'm always choking that Libra side of me, that social side, the charming side. And then when I'm always in public and I'm keep on pushing and elbowing my Scorpio side, after a while, Scorpio will will, will root its head out and make me um, say something or do something socially that's not inadequate. And, you know, totally ruin that Libra side of me. So, in some instances, you know, they they, they both <clears throat> have to be balanced, and um, it's uh, is 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 unique, and it's so um, such a relief to to discover that with myself, to finally accept my duality, to finally accept that. The way I'm thinking is stop bashing myself, stop killing myself, stop trying to warp my brain into thinking only a certain way. And I actually embrace who I am, my analytical side, you know. So I figured out that my life path is a seven and it sort of feels like really cliche. You know, on one end, it's like, oh, yeah, really, you're intelligent. And it's like you don't feel intelligent, but it's like. Oh James, you know, whenever people said you was intelligent, that that's what they told you. That's not what they was telling everybody. And that was my problem. It was like always trying to seek the motive, always the seeker, the seeker, the seeker. So it was like, yes, I was denying myself these traits. 
I was de- I was denying myself thinking, oh, only people that read a book and apply these knowledges are people of intelligence. And that there are many ways of intelligence. You know, and um, there are people that are, are book smart, like went to college that say, oh, change your intelligence. Like, how would you think that I'm intelligent when you're actually intelligent with a paper to prove it? But it's, it goes to show that there are different types of intelligence. And when you're you're being like when you're choosing to be naive, when you're choosing to, to hinder yourself and to, and to uh, bury yourself, it's, it's, it's not productive. It's, it's really not. So I finally reached the conclusion of, of being comfortable with the choices that I'm making, with the mind that I have and the conclusions I'm having. And, and people around me are saying, James, you look better. You look changed. Like something happened to you. Like, and I'm telling them, yeah, I'm on a spiritual path now. So much more I wanted to talk to y'all about, but there's like just so much surface level that I have to exp- that that you know just even for myself that I have to explain and to, to get that that thought you know that idea front and center even within my own brain so I can utilize it because being a life path seven is I could spend all day researching and learning, but when am I going to get the time to apply this knowledge? And now I'm at the point where I'm ready to apply this knowledge. There's something spooky going on because I swear I didn't even touch my phone and it just like ended the recording for me. So... I think it's dangerous if you're watching a movie, whether it be an action movie, adventure movie, and as soon as, or during the movie, or as soon as the movie's done, you, you're already trying to simulate it, you're already trying to act it out, I think you're being overzealous. And pornography is the same way, you're watching it, now you want to engage, you want to waste your, your body energy on that, and I think that's bad also. You know, um, those HBO soft classics and art house erotica films those those are fine because if you think about the context that you're watching it in it's not for you to whip your dick out or put your hand up your coochie like like it's not it's not really made for that that's what i get a sense of and and uh, when when you're like wasting your body away especially when, when you're not involved with somebody a lot of that sexual and erotic stuff is in communication and partnership with with people that's that's the dynamic that's a good thing about it but when you're always constantly going for this very acute point of view and in just certain aspects of it and and you're doing it by yourself you know just wasting away that's where i believe it's dangerous you know, I, I, I told the guys before I even had these uh, enlightenments that I don't think masturbating is, is bad per se because, um, you know, it's not, not, it's not unnatural. I, you know, I think turning your belly button inside out is a little unnatural, you know, because it's, it's your belly button, you know, it's, 
nothing, really nothing for it, you know, maybe, you know, clean out your belly button, but I noticed after a certain point, I was like, your belly button is your belly button, that's it, you know, there's nothing, you know, it just proves one thing, so, <clears throat> masturbating, you know, if it's all in flavorful for a purpose, and not just because you see hardcore porn, you know, um, that's it, and, um, here, to also pin things down, what I would consider hardcore porn is when you're watching a pornography movie and they disattach the male, or they really disattach the female also, and uh, they they're, they're not showing both couples in love. They're, they're not showing that. It's not like like you can't see her breast or you can't see the guy's manhood. This that. That point of view was very acute. <clears throat> it was only showing one aspect, and not showing the love and u- union and, the, and and stuff like that of couples. So I broke it down. Uh, sleep with the light off, porn and, and and masturbation stuff like that. Second is meditate. For me, meditating is hard, hard, hard. Because my mind is just running, 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 running. And um, I'm thinking I meditated for over 40 minutes. When in reality, it's only like a little over 14 minutes or 12 minutes. And I'm like, holy cow, I didn't even make it to 15 minutes. How am I going to make it to just meditating one hour a day? And that's simple to people that are in that field and do meditate. They're like, oh, just an hour a day. You got 24 of them. You're doing this. You're doing that. I'm just like, whoa. So my mind could run and I could be in that state for not even 15 minutes. Now make it feel like it was 40 minutes. But meditate. I, I would say that because... Uh, the, the anxieties are, are building up in you and you have no other way of filtering it. You have no other way for, for your body to do that. It's, it's, it's crazy how we, we could come up with concepts and conclusions of, of relaxation, but not come up with the conclusion of relaxation for your mind. And another enlightening thing is somebody said... Oh, you could pray all the time. You could pray while you're, you, you're driving, while you're shopping. You pray all the, all the time. You ain't never left prayer. It's like, cool, cool. So, I was meditating. And then I ended it. And, you know, I shrugged my shoulders. And I had a conversation with myself. It's like, James, you call that meditating? And I'm just like, oh, for, forget you. Like, are you meditating your body or you're meditating your mind? And it was like, ooh, just to myself. And I was like, yes, I think it's possible for you to meditate your mind, even if you don't have to sit down all the time. Because what are you meditating, your body or your mind? And it's like it, you keep your mind on that stuff. You, you're homing your mind. And that's the big revelation. I think the reason why we we sit down and we meditate is so that it's easier for our mind to slow down. 
But as long as we're standing, we're walking, we're picking up things, we're talking, our mind could be distracted as such and such and, and you know, break that meditation, break that, that, that mental state of consciousness that you want to achieve. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I'm meditating. Um, what else did I say? I was like, oh, you, 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 it'd be cool if you meditated and, uh, Hopefully we keep this recording keep going because it's like holy crap. I, I say that feminine beauty is important and you should not bottle away your emotions. That's what I said. Oh, slow down on secular music. <coughs> you gotta slow down on that stuff because secular music will have. A theme and a message to it and it, it could toil in your head for me I realize that it toils in my head but for other people they may not realize that it, it toils in your head and um, that that could be a factor this is be a hundred all right that could be a factor so um <clears throat> I say do a hobby, you know, something that doesn't have to do with um, TV screens, phone screens, something that has to do with your hands. And when your hands are busy, your mind is busy, your eyes are busy. It's hard for you to drive and look somewhere else because when you turn your head, that's also, you know, where you're going. The direction where your head is going, that's, that's typically where you're going. When you're riding a bike or even driving, if you notice that you turn your head, you got to keep the wheel straight. So, yeah, stuff like that. And on top of your head turning, your eyes are also turning. So it's hard to turn your head, but keep your eyes straight. If you notice, it's hard to keep the wheel straight. Also, if you're turning your head or if you're just turning your eyes. So, so, so it's interesting in in that way. And also third is, uh, uh, not third, uh, next is sobriety. I've been sober for about two and a half weeks, and I want to keep it rolling like that. This year, especially, but also last year, been drinking a lot. Been drinking a lot this year, man. And I think that's driving factor on why I feel this or why I feel that emotionally. And I, I, I wanted to grasp my sobriety. <laughs> There's a couple other things I wanted to tell y'all real quick. You know, it's just that that idea is like, whoop, okay, lucid dreaming. But um, but before we get to lucid dreaming, real quick, this could nail a lot of things. Is um, we're going to be going over some things, and and also I've been scrapbooking because I've been wanting to make a grimoire and uh, for some time and scrapbooking. Is, is where I'm filtering that grimoire what up in what way I mean in manifesting my grimoires through scrapbooking getting uh, different images getting different images that resonate with me so um I I, I got a book of shadows which I, I like to Think of a book of shadows as something that you keep to yourself in the dark. Um, 
when, whenever you want to express yourself or, you know, describe your day, your dreams, what you believe, you know, some new conclusions you write in your grim, in your shadows. And I think you're, you know, how I interpret grimoire is more of a collection of, of things that you came across, <clears throat> put together like a compilation. Like a book of shadows could be a concept, and the grimoire could be a compilation of all that stuff. And um, let's look. Let's uh, look at the table context. And first part is alphabets. I like to, uh, I even made my own alphabet as a as 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 a young child. And I didn't really use it. I lost track of it, and I uh, it just made me think that what's that secret code that you could write if you needed to write it, and also disclose to somebody else if you wanted to communicate in that secret writing. A lot of grimoires are like listed as as uh, national. Books of mysteries in certain countries and certain cities, states, because they they could be written in that alphabet, and that everybody could create you know whatever alphabet they want. Colors are secret meaning and colors. If we could agree that women in red attracts attention, or this is said about this color in movies and. Oh, uh, purple for black people's royalty, bright brother. You know, if we can imagine that stuff, then we could go a little bit deeper in color meanings. And I noticed that colors do correlate with with a lot of things up and down this list. When it comes down to um, symbolism, colors and symbolism, colors and zodiacs, tarot. Colors and stones, crystals, colors and plants, candle. You know, it just goes all, believe me, if you will. Elements is unique because at first it's like, I get it. I get what elements are. And there are plenty more of elements, but it's the key elements that are most um, specific to our survival that speaks really to us. Of course, we could say plutonium is an element, but far as the use and and uh, what it interacts with, what else, what what are the uses you can have for it? And and uh, our energies as humans, we get energy from drinking water, if you will. You know, you drinking water does a lot more so than soda, more so than beers and, and spirits and wines and etc breathing air for Christ's sake we all breathe air you need air you need the energy your, your lungs need that these are all elements don't you need sunlight you know like, like stuff like that the earth energy fire that's literal energy so it's like on one end you could be so practical and so dense that so what you just named earth and fire and air. But on the other end, it's just so once when you get that enlightening part, you're like we're conjuring all these elements all the time. And what it means. 
and the uses for them actually to, to use spiritually is is incredible. Elements go a long way as far as obviously the different objects that you use, stones and crystals like earth elements, plants, is obvious earth elements and um <coughs> incense, air elements, also slash like fire elements. So it, it really does go a long way. Honestly. Chakras. When I was discussing with my friends about my spirituality, my newfound spirituality, they all jumped back. And one of the gateways for me to get onto this is realizing chakras. What made me realize chakras was even from karate class when they taught us about meditating, gaining your willpower, and pressure points, certain nerves, and certain power points. And, and, and that that fascinated me and it stuck with me and it all cor- correlated so you know on one end on a very practical dense headed note you're like chakras are nothing they're just labels and then on the other end when you're enlightening and you understand more than practical spiritually us humans what, what that means to us because it isn't like Oh, picking up a beaver. Here's his chakras. You know, these things are that I've realized is, is really for us. And we're in this particular special type of plane. Numbers. People could um, say practically, you know, numbers. Financially. Those are the only numbers that satisfy. But then if you say 666, they're going crazy. They're like phenomenal. They're like, you know. So it's, on, it's, it's weird how on the practical note, on a very dense note, certain numbers could conjure even certain things out of them. But once when you gain the insight and you know the uses of certain numbers and what it means, it's, it's all enlightening. And it's not all just good and bad. And, you know, scrunching up your face at certain numbers. And uh, getting, getting uh, very dense because, you know, of, of numbers or you're just unsatisfied with, with your numbers or you, you know you don't believe that you you could get anything out of what you already been using numbers for you know next on the table I thought was then name law and dedication to tradition and covenant I think learning the basics is way beyond who's who what you're doing culturally what this all for, you know, that could come later. It even really doesn't matter because the grimoire really is for the self. People who are trying to break down somebody else's grimoire years later, what does this mean? Trying to learn that is, is banging your head against a wall because that person made a made an alphabet that only them or maybe somebody else as close to them knows but here's his outsider archaeologist or anthropologist trying to break it down and spread it to the whole world next we got symbols and symbolism you know and sigils we call agree that all oh, uh, star upside down is just so evil and demon and devil satan lucifer how dare you that's evil and you know 
it's, it's, it's real funny how on the dense when you don't when when stuff like that doesn't affect you you don't believe in superstition but you see 666 and you see pentagram now all of a sudden you can be very superstitious it's just so odd and very cringy how somebody could say yeah I don't swim but they can get near water or into water and they're displaying things that 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 uh, you thought somebody who didn't know how to swim or don't even know what water is is doing you know it's it's, it's uh, kind of funny this is really ironic how overall nihilist uh, Western society is next up is uh, zodiacs animals and tarot those are our gateways I believe for a lot of people especially for me and uh, getting to know um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm about about spirituality and about occultism people uh, on a subliminal note when we're learning about the elements we we're, we're already taught that but it's not from a subliminal note in karate when we were learning about chakras I wasn't thinking of in a subliminal spiritual note when we're learning about colors and what does black mean you know when somebody's wearing black and what does white mean whenever a woman or family members are wearing white pants and military you know military if, if we can acknowledge meanings and colors like that then you know it's it's like flip the pancake around bro flip it over flip the pancake over because you just got one side that you're only catering to that's just basically burnt and tarred and the other side is just not cooked at all or slowly being cooked and you're only focusing on that side that you're looking at that's to be cooked bro. like that's how I see westerners with spirituality um we we could all jump to the corners oh rats and snakes but you 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 don't know what that means spiritually it's like on one end you could acknowledge on a practical note that they're bad but if somebody spiritual was to tell you what they meant then why would that person be like no that's demonic that's demon that's blasphemous etc it's like so much bashing tarot you know a zodiac song a lot of people even if they don't get you know elements even if they don't get chakras and a lot of people do actually know um, zodiacs and they're like oh what sign are you especially when it comes to dating a lot of black people know zodiacs even though they could claim that they don't they're not superstitions. This is real ironic, especially that's that's where the main points of, of where I'm coming from. The same black people could say they're not superstitious, but the same black people would be like, no, 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 walk around that pole. No, 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 don't open up that umbrella. I'm just testing it out. I'm just looking at it. It would be the same black folks. So, you know, in, in terror, terror has been proven that Playing card games came before tarot. Somewhere along the line, somebody picked up cards and, and said, hey, we can do something spiritual with this. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, tarot is, is uh, 
a lot of people feel like that's that's something special. But in all reality, it's just a practice. A practice for spirituality. That's all it is. It's not all a religion. It's not all spirituality. It's really just a tool and not even the most important tool, in my opinion. I think stones and crystals, which is next on the list, plays a bigger part in spirituality. So everything that we just talked about are basically things that we cannot grasp. The very first thing on this list that you can actually hold and grasp are stones and crystals. When I was a child, rocks stood out to me. I'm digging in the ground, discovering rocks. Those are things that we can pick up. Fossils. Those are things that we can pick up. That's the actual connection to the past. That is evidence that the world wasn't created yesterday, literally. Think about it. You can't grasp alphabets. You can't touch colors. You can't touch elements. No, not not the way I'm talking about spiritually. You're like, oh, I'm picking up water. I'm touching. Okay, you freaking dense, practical idiot. I get you. Chakras we can't touch. Numbers we can't get. You know, your name, the laws, dedication, symbols, sigils. You honestly can't touch or, you know, whatever. Only things you can honestly touch and grasp are the stones and crystals. And that's, that's first off. Um, people say, you know, this stone means this, this stone does that. I can't deny people of claiming that. Just like I can't, I can't say for, for different sports, you know, what is cool, what is good, what, what, what you should do, what, what's this sport? You know, I don't know all the sports, but I cannot deny that there are players in the sports. I can't, I can't be a fool in that way. So... <clears throat> You know, so mode it be, as they say. Next on the list is herbs, plants, candles, oils, and incense. These are all natural things that, that we got around our house. I'm, I've opened up my eyes and starting to realize that in different people's houses, they could not be, you know, no spiritual or witches, practitioners, etc. But they will have a broom on the door. They could have herbs somewhere. They're growing plants. They're planting things. I noticed that my grandmother had the Torah. No, they still do got the Torah. Like actual the Torah. The, t- the t- Torah that could take you to hell. It just makes me curious about the Torah. Because it's like on one end, we can all get curious about DMT and acid and ecstasy. But what about the other things? Candles. Oh, folks, I know burning candles and they have nothing to do with spirituality. So if somebody's getting on you because you're burning a candle for spirituality, you're like, please, when these lights are off, you're burning all of them. And it's not in the name of spirituality. Oils. Plenty of people selling oils, but they, I never looked at them that, that way. And these people probably selling the oils and incense probably don't even think that way. They're just selling oils and incense. Nothing more, nothing less. So uh, next on the list is different ages. People will say <coughs> that Pisces, that we were in the age of Pisces and The age of Pisces is coming together. It's uh, the combination of everything that we know. And some will even go deeper to say that also the wrong people was realizing it. 
that they were connecting the dots and putting together everything that they know so that they could position the world the way that it is now. So now that we're in the age of Aquarius, we're going back to spirituality. And that, um, that's, that's the most I could tell you right now off the top of my head. Years, different Chinese New Year's. I've noticed that, you know, when I was a kid and I learned about it, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of ironic. It's kind of true, just like Zodiacs. Ironically true. And um, I'm a horse, if you notice. The workhorse. Always at it. I'm relaxing. I could say that could be my Libra side. Or that could be a negative trait of a horse, you know. When the horse doesn't realize its potential, you know, if you will. (laughs) Phases of the moon. So over the course of weeks and days... Uh, days of the week and people will say oh forget you man but in eastern traditions they more correlate with phases of the moon more than what they determine is is hours and days and what's a year they're like okay when we know that when the moon is full or when the moon is new that's, that means this time wise it's the most accurate way because the earth revolves around the sun and on top of revolving around the sun it's on a wobble so you get a lot of inaccuracy and even in our calendar and even in our clocks we're always off but I think the one thing that's pretty constant for us is that moon phases honestly that still to this day a lot of people are, are, are counting on not even for spirituality but just for overall time wise if you don't have a calendar if you don't have a clock people look at the moon and just know how many days passed so um you got days of the week our days of the week goes even way back to Roman times Sunday literally talking about raw or the sun Monday talking about moon that's where you know it comes from Tuesday Tia that's my day I was born on a Tuesday also Tuesday is just sexual energy so it's just like from one thing to another I'm just always confirmation of oh yeah intelligence or wisdom is sexual power sexual expression yada 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 feminine so you know I don't down myself I actually embrace my feminine side I'm I'm the one that will tackle feminine topics on a political note or even on a philosophical note even before I even turned it on on a spiritual note so it's funny that way you know that that I'm, I'm that that the process of enlightening and identifying yourself being a hundred percent with yourself it goes a long way in, in growth honestly for, at least for me <coughs> Next, um, yeah, um, Wednesday, um, oh, Warden, Warden, uh, Wednesday is, uh, Mr. Wednesday, um, or, uh, Mr. Saturday, uh, Odin, uh, Thursday, oh, wow, that's a trick question, you know, when, when I go over it, I, <laughs> I'm just, well, you know, I really wanted to get this off of my chest. And once when I hit on certain topics, I do want to express uh, days of the, days of time. 
within myself, I know that if I'm out somewhere and it's a little after 12, if it's a little after three, I'd be like, okay, maybe I want to stay or maybe I want to go. That's how I taught myself. Every 12, three, six, and nine o'clock, I would, you know, that's, that's for me. And I think a lot of people are like that. So there are even times of days when, when um, the sun is highest in the sky and people believe this is happening, you know, spiritually, but also on a more practical note for a lot of you dense people, botany, botanists know this, Uh, people that study um, (coughs) biology, you know, know the different behaviors in animals, you know, they realize positions of the sun and the day and the moon. And after that, you got Sabbaths, espas, and rituals. And this is spirituality. And then we get even deeper. Alchemy is sacred geometry. Uh, mythical beings and creation theories. And we got sacred texts, archaeology, sacred archaeology. You know, like, um, you know what I'm talking about, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Pyramids discoveries, you know, forest archaeology, uh, meditation, lucid dreams, astral projection, remote viewing, all, um, I, I lumped that all together because I noticed that, um, <clears throat> it, it could be all a pathway to, to, um, what you want is, uh, more, more ability and control with your mind and with your brain. I've been trying my best to lucid dream. And I come back with quotes, little images, and ideas. The last one that I have was yesterday. And it was an amazing quote that was said to me by somebody. But I can't remember what the dream was. But I remember right before I woke up. What the person said to me. Whatever it was. Whatever it was going on. This is the quote I came out with. You close your eyes right before you wake. And it's just more veridity to the quote, life is just a dream. That if you was to die and then spend eternity in the afterlife or whatever, spiritual, right? Then life is just a moment. It's just a dream. It's just a nap for you. And then you're back. You're back in the real world. You're back in what forever before you was born before you was awake and forever after and your life is just a dream that we're actually asleep right now and that this this is the revelation right here guys the good thing about being human and being alive is actualizing all that stuff that we do before we were born and after we die is the way that it is in flowing emotion. But here, right here in this moment where we could get a moment to reflect on different things, expand on different things, explain different things, actualize different things. This is the, this is the, the that's, that's where I'm starting to get. Life is just a dream. This is, this is the place. This is a very special place that we're in. 
it's amazing that I just saw three three four four. It's just like and a hundred zero zero. Like oh my goodness, it's 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 amazing. It's it's hard to put into words, but I know I'm gonna go over this point again some other time. But this is you know table of context for my grimoire. <clears throat> that I'm also explaining to y'all what I'm going through and uh, all the different things I'm exploring. Astral projection that I can understand is when you actually feel yourself going to other places. I astral project to some type of Freemason lounge, but I like to call it a, like some Illuminati location because it was so weird and so different. And I. I once when I started realizing where I was in the environment then I noticed that there were some people that were looking at me and I I started getting scared because it felt like they saw me but then again it also felt like they, they summoned me but I was like no they couldn't have summoned me because how could they know me I probably have more willpower more of a motivation to go to where they were because as a child, I was, uh, when somebody disclosed what Illuminati was to me, a Freemasonry, it took over my mind. I had no idea up to that point in my life what Freemason or Illuminati was. <clears throat> and uh, once when the people started, or I started getting the sense that the people knew I was in that room, even on an astral projection plane, I got scared and I woke up. I never remote view, at least not that I know of. Um, maybe, you know, at church I remote view, but far as in my recollection, recollection, remote viewing is not really a sleep type of motion. Like you're 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 going in this sleep mode. It's, I think you could be very awake and you could say things and recall things, maybe even act out things in remote viewing. And I heard that remote viewing is uh, so powerful that you could time travel remote view. You you could um, you could you could come back to you know alternate places in remote viewing. You know, lucid dreaming is not astral projecting because astral project projecting is is um, people say that <coughs> you you uh, have an instance where your boat, your body is floating and you are able to look at yourself and you will see this life cord, you know, while lucid dreaming is more of your, you're honestly a dream, but you're, you're vividly dreaming and you have more control over your environment and astral projection. What I'm heard is it's based off of the real world. And yes, you could even go to the spirit world. So it's 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 uh, kind of cool like that. So uh, next is drugs, and uh, that's the only place I could put drugs. And uh, you know, after all that said and done, it felt like drugs shouldn't be lumped up with herbs and plants because that's something a little different when when, when you're using drugs. And um, I, I like to lump up weed along with other like psychedelic drugs that a lot of people are suggesting um but yeah once when I uh, get around to that then finally you know I, I 
this was also stuff that I think that is possible for you in order. You know, I didn't want to go straight into invocating and, you know, incantations and employment, you know, right at this, right out the gate. No, it feels like you ought to know about colors way before you you get equipment and all this stuff and you say you know you don't even know what the heck all these symbols mean you don't know what time of day it is you don't even know nothing about sacred geometry if you wanted to apply that you don't know nothing about even you know it's like even meditating i felt like meditating comes before drugs and, and tools and amulets you, you you know you you gotta you gotta know yourself and it took me years and years and years for me to know myself so yeah after drugs then finally we could introduce some tools amulets and talismans then once you know that and you identify that then you're gonna have to do some conservation of the tools so that you're you're using it properly. People believe that you you just don't pick up certain things, or if, or even if you you know just do for for that purpose. There's there's a process for that, and I realize that and I have respect for that. So you're going to need to consecrate you know the things around you. People are can acknowledge that you you got to respect and uh, do such and such for for your environment around you. So yeah, the, the environment around you. <clears throat> you know, is is you know like good. You know, do something about it. Realize it. You know, you're bad. If you're using your bed for a lot of things, but going to sleep, you're not going to sleep in your bed. You're gonna find yourself doing this and doing that and rolling over. And then the good thing about my bed is, you know, by the time I get to it, I am going to sleep. So I'm able to use it the way I need it to. Um, so consummation of tools and then slash spell crafting. You could, I believe at that point, a lot of things that you're doing is spell crafting with a lot of things that I already named, like the herbs, the plants, the candles, you already know about that. So you're able to craft and maybe now you could, since you got your tools and now since you conservated, um, anointed your tools, if you will, um, now you can, you know, utilize that and use spellcrafting in its full ability. Now that you have meditate, now you have connected to yourself. Now you have read sacred sacred texts, whatever you wanted to do in whatever way, shape, form. Now that you realize the geometry, the alchemy. Now that you realize the time of day, even celebrations. I, you know, kids and young adults, we we could celebrate Mother's Day. But don't have to realize what exactly it means to be a mother. It doesn't. It doesn't require that. So I believe it's the same way when when, when it comes to sabas, espas, and rituals. Like like we shouldn't be like, oh yeah, only advanced people should know this and should practice. No, you know, at a young age, you knew what Mother's Day was and you were celebrating Mother's Day way before you was a mother and you come to see mother. Veterans Day, Memorials Day, etc. We all admit that. So. Is is I say way before you even do spell crafting, get into what what day it is, what time it is, you know. So so you're doing your spell crafting, you know now. Now now you could you know look up things.
you know, now 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 you're you're, you're putting things together. Now you're using you're, you're practicing. At this point, you don't learn a couple of things. You don't learn a lot of things at this point, especially the basics. You know, now now at this point, you know about numbers and the colors and the elements for for spell crafting. Now at this point, you know the colors. Now at this point, you even have a special alphabet. So. I believe, you know, going in this order, if you will, with me, is the best way for, to, to strengthen yourself before you can get into what you would typically run into in Wiccan and in us witchcraft and, and uh, occultism. They, they, would, they would immediately jump right into spellcrafting as far as, oh, love and blessings and money. Like, I can see why they would put out videos and tutorials on money because that that's what you're going to grasp that's what you're going to be interested to and maybe that is a good thing you know that that at least you're walking in the door somewhere but i think that that is kind of messed up because it, it puts you in that mind of frame not really knowing what the basics are not knowing what your mind should be should be on and, and stuff like that so so yeah, I think that if you're able to master yourself and know yourself, then you can introduce objects around you or even people around you. You, you got to meditate. <clears throat> even before meditating, I think it is important for you to know what time of day it is. Because time is passing. This is a moment for some people. So after the tools and the spellcrafting... Then we could dive deep into divination. We already technically was in a divination, knowing what the heck everything was through tarot. Tarot is a good way and a very practical way, lighthearted way of understanding your colors, understanding your numbers, all that. Tarot teaches all of that. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. And you could, and all the way up to that point, even if you wanted to use tarot for, for meditating, uh, you know, this, this is wonderful how, how tarot does does some numbers it exercises that imagination that expectation and it it, it 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 could also you know it's so free that even after you don't did your initial spread you could you know have different possibilities with other cards in implying that because people's you know are into okay so you got this card Let's replace this card with this card. You know, let's, let's make this outcome more of this. You know, you could do stuff like that. So it's really not that heavy handed. And I say um, palm reading is something all by itself. Something, you know, very, uh, very unique because you're looking right at the fabric of time, space and purpose itself. Destiny right here. Fate right here right here in your hand what somebody will be what somebody is all that amazingly honestly <laughs> and that's why a lot of people are scared of that because they're 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 scared of the possibility that something bad is coming to them and that the, maybe the idea that they can't do something about it so with, with them not knowing that and then rejecting that is their way of changing that negative outcome. And I think that's that's what it is. Without expressing it subconsciously. 
that's what it is because we're all for the future we just don't like bad futures you know we're all for fate we just don't like bad fate if fate is good then let it be a surprise to us but if it's bad then you know we we reject that I'm talking more on a practical note okay so um, then after you you know about divination stuff like that you you've been spellcrafting now time to home in on prayers and who to pray to chance and also blessings I think those come before initiation invocation and incantations because you're involving and initiating and invoking something with prayers you're showing your admiration chance you're interacting with it in blessings you're you're doing positively note you're not employing you're not demanding you know you're, you're not asking you're, you're doing blessings you're doing really white magic you're doing light work and uh, not saying that all light work is 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 easy no because um <clears throat> i think you know light you know doing blessings is 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 as far down the road it, it, in my book literally you you got to you got to you got to know yourself and be doing a whole lot of practicing before you can even do blessings in my in my opinion you can't just whatever up and daisy blessings because how are you going to believe or do something for somebody else if you can't do it for yourself even before a blessing you got to admit that you that you're going to have a good day and that you're going to put yourself in place to have a good day that's that's what a blessing is so yeah now you know blessings now you could do initiations then you invoke and then incantations this was on my mind for a while and I was like wow which which way do you go but after literal personal experience when interacting with somebody who claims to be the lord of lords the king of kings the lord of lords the alpha the omega literally if you can invoke that if you know that if you're familiar with that and if this process is can invoke that type of power then you honestly know how to do for yourself and for lower for things that just claim themselves to be plundering war and sex and feminine beauty just you know king of kings lord of lords alpha and omega encompasses war and just all these other deities and entities that we're interacting with so it's like okay before you would invoke that thing you got to initiate it you got to initiate it especially if you're with somebody initiate the environment you're not going to invoke it and then initiate no you got to initiate and then invoke what i mean is if you invited somebody into your house before you send out the invitation you got to clean up that's the initiation you got to get the music ready you got to that's the initiation then the invoke is a call you're invoking a party you're invoking a parlay a rendezvous 
what what they call <laughs> you know and then the incantation I say incantation more than employment is because you want to interact with this on on a on a neutral note it, you know you also know blessings so you could bless you also know the prayers you could pray now you also know chants you could do the chanting during your or after your initiations your invocations your incantations you know about the moon phases in the time of days you could do moon magic it's easy for you now you can do your prosperities now you can do your employments next on the list is more of dark magic and <clears throat> a lot of people run away a lot of people like to categorize people that know about colors elements chakras and numbers as this necromancy sex magic blood magic stuff like that and then last on the list I don't think I'm gonna add this it's more of a bonus secret societies and um for a lot of people secret societies is where everything begins because you you learned about the secret society or whatever now you're researching etc so um yeah guys there goes some outlines oh outlines for me you know I, this list keeps on going one way and then it goes another way it's like what I felt that um you know I, I'll skip the list for, for today alright guys Y'all have a good one. This is the Knight's Order. If you are watching this, not watching, I'm thinking I'm on YouTube. If you're listening to this, then you are a seeker. You're a seeker like I am. Oh, I should enclose more and more and more information on myself. And um, if it clicks that 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 people, there's like three types of people I notice. There's people that only talk about themselves. There's people that only talk about the idea. And then there's people that's demonstrating and teaching the idea, I know this. Very rare that you run into the last one. It's, you know, the last two. A lot of people talk about themselves. But you can't blame them for talking about themselves because you can only talk about yourself as an individual. And if you're able to pick up on other learning through other people, which I'm kind of good at, it might seem like very experimental and edgy, but but yeah, <clears throat> that's that's um, what what I picked up on. All right, guys, seekers, seek. <laughs>